0: Okay, so let's um, continue attempting to get glean something from this chapter of Kuntzahar. So we are on three fourteen, mm-hmm. about sixty uh, percent down. Ach So he's he's been talking here about the fact that mitzvahs, mitzvahs, action mitzvahs, are able to create a direct connection more so than divrit Torah and he's going to not only the flip flop but turn it in such a way that you got a different view of it in a moment but first he's going to pose a question and this the first thing we're going to learn here is really going to be <coughs> the, the the most um, gripping part of it we need to understand how can it be that an esrik we discussed last week that there's these Resh pechas sparks that are in this world waiting to be uplifted. They have not yet been selected and um, returned. Or For that matter, even the parchment of Tefillin you're saying that that's a direct, a more direct connection? So how is it that that can be How is that going to draw the Ur into the K'alim that it's, it's going to be able to, no, he's going to explain this in a minute, Remember we discussed last time that you have the Ilamat and Uylamat And that the Uilamat is higher, deeper, greater, preceded the Aylamathtikun. So how is it that these things that are in Uilamatikun are somehow going to bring elevation to a place which is deeper and higher? See so he says, so I'll give you a perfect a perfect mushal. We know that everything that's in this world is only a mirror of that which takes place in the higher worlds. What's this? He says the example is Zria planting Nitya Shehagarin when you take a seed. Those of you from New York, I'm sorry, this is a foreign idea to you, but it, people in other in other places, they you take a uh a bean, a seed, whatever it is that you're planting you put it into the ground. It rots in the ground. It virtually ceases to exist. And then all of a sudden, you see that a, a, uh, a little growth comes out from the soil. A shoot. So what's, what's really the kayach of growth here? He looked at this very Jewishly. Okay, For some reason. Kayach <laughs> What really has the power to grow is the command of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that said, Tad aretz, that the earth should give forth um, vegetation. So that's really the kayak of the growth. The arets has in it the minerals and the Kayach HaTsemeach. And if you want to look at it spiritually, the earth has in it the command to produce. So the, what role does man play in putting a seed into it? Go out and walk over and say to it, Grow. Green beans, barley. rice was grapefruits. What what does it have with with the putting into the seed? Uh, because the farmer, <coughs> a uh, a bracha uh, of some kind before he grows the seeds. He's, really he's supposed. About. to be. Right. He is supposed. To. So here he's giving it more of a shot than that. Yeah. See, so he says here's what's happening. <speaking> Shudvar <in> Hashem <Hebrew> of tad It's pri, priya Here's what happens. He says, the seed disappears. But if you want to know how the earth is going to fulfill its mission of Tad or or let the trees grow a tree or whatever it's going to be, how it's going to do that, it takes the, the effort of a person to put the seed in and whatever is left of that seed awakens within the earth the command of Tad Shei and then the tree produces what that is so the seed Be'etzem is the call from below to the command of HaKadosh Baruch that tells it to grow so therefore he says in the same way the parchment of the tefillin and the Esriq are able to awaken above the highest of places. <speaking in Hebrew> Remember there were the four shamis. He had the Shaym Samahkim and the Sham. He. So this is the Sham Samah that was even before the Shwerah. Shumhus, the Atmus, Uris, Shab, Kadman. This is literally the essence of Aqadish Brahma Self, Vallaya <speaking> Araba <in Hebrew> Alma, not just an illumination. In this Adam kadmin there's there's a concept of a forehead, there's a concept of a naim, there's, there's a virtual picture. This concept of the Shem Samech Gimel is literally what he says is the Adam Kadman itself, of Khadjbrohu himself, and not just an illumination. It's interesting because the um when the Swarmakdeshim talk about where Tzadikim are able to look at a person to see their essence see what they're all about it's in their foreheads so here the Shemem hay is Shemem Mitzchah, from the forehead so V'chein Belimut so that's when you mamish take the Dover Gashmi and you do within a Mitzvah, Twilin, mezuzah, Sefer Torah, Esrik whatever it is, mamish a physical Mitzvah we're going to make some distinctions later between physical things that get involved in a Mitzvah and a Mitzvah itself but here we're talking about <clears throat> where the physical thing is the mitzvah itself. But not only that. <speaking in Hebrew> you need to know that this doesn't only apply to a mitzvah itself. <speaking in Hebrew> so if a person learns <speaking in Hebrew> even though we can't bring a zavach today, mm-hmm. but if you learn <speaking in Hebrew> I and mean, you're learning about the physical carbonos, So you, this concept is still applicable to us. <speaking in Hebrew> Also, it's able to ascend to the highest of places. It comes straight from the eyes and not from the forehead. So that's not only the physical fulfillment of the mitzvah, but even learning the halachas of the physical mitzvah. Even then, it takes place. But if that's what, the case what takes place? this the, the it's our planting of the seed oh. that awakens the the response from all the way at the end he's gonna talk about the fact that it is the ultimate <coughs> purpose of creation is create to create this, mm-hmm. this. Now but for Khalanala say all of this can only apply, this entire concept is only applies to when you take a physical object, and you fulfill with it the will of Hashem. Which is the positive mitzvahs. But this concept, has no relationship whatsoever to the vast majority of Torah, which are the thou shalt not. There's only 248 positive mitzvahs, there are 365 negative mitzvahs, None of this should apply, because if you're talking about the, the, whole, the whole concept that we're doing here, is by taking the physical object, and that's a direct connection by doing the will of Hashem, well, how does that apply to something you're not doing? So he's going to talk about that later. Especially, those mitzvahs, you could argue that, okay, when I pass the, the, um, the place in the grocery store that has the shrimp, and I walk by it and consciously don't buy it so you can say there too there's somewhat of a kiyum of a, of a mitzvah saseh I, I, I was telling the, um, the Sunday shir that I feel bad for the people who live in areas where they can never make a choice in a grocery store there's a there's a there's a consciousness that we all have when we walk into a store you have to buy the kosher thing and not the non-kosher thing People who live in areas that—that's not—it's just not It never occurs to anybody to have to look at a hachshar. I have friends that are flying to New York to go to Palmgren because I heard about sure. it. Sure, From my advertising, they should be paying me. Especially those mitzvahs that are mamish completely out there. Like how often do you think a Kohen went and violated the mitzvah of piggul? I mean, we hope never, right? But it's it's leishchich. It's for sure not a common mitzvah. So how does that concept, if you're saying that learning the halachas is so completely awesome because you're learning about the things that are practical and things that are tangible, well, what about the completely impractical, intangible things in Torah? What's the what would be the point of learning those? Ach, however, hashava there's one thing that's equal to all lima da over <coughs> any expression of emotion that we can generate. Now, it's very funny because we've been spending so much time talking about the importance of dechilo, rechimo, and without love and fear that the mitzvahs can't go up and so on. And here, this is going to be a put-down. The importance of the the superiority of the essence of Torah over any emotion that the greatest emotion that we could possibly um, generate on our own. There's one thing that's equal to all of Limodot Torah is any love and any awe that is intellectually based, even Shalmalochim, even that of the angels who have the closest relationship, they see the most, they know the most, they could have the greatest amount of of rechimo, hen liesh. those are all creations nefesh, ruach, debriah, yitzira, they are only the lower soul levels, notice Nishama is not there, it's only nefesh and ruach right but when we're learning any detail of halacha any detail of Torah no matter how we are learning, what we are learning, whatever area of halacha we're learning, it is a direct withdrawal from the highest wisdom of the Matzil Baruch of but it's coming to us in a form of something physical. So you're going to learn halacha about how many rows you're allowed to plant of one species and not the other species, and so on. It's all about this physical stuff. And that is a direct withdrawal from the matzah. But the halbasha zu, he says, I don't want you to confuse this. You need to understand that this godly idea that's contained in the halachas of Torah, it is not like the highest wisdom that we can create to generate love and awe. So we could, you know put forth the greatest amount of effort. But it doesn't compare to godliness. Why not? The Hossam, because when we're talking about intellectual love and fear, that whatever form of Levush it's in, in our own emotions, it's completely concealed. The godliness therein is completely concealed. Like similar to everybody has to acknowledge that in earth, there's something godly that's sustaining and creating this earth now. Nobody's going to say it's godless. Nonetheless, when you look at earth, you see dirt. You don't see God. So, we should understand that in humanly created emotions, the godliness is concealed, similar to the concealment that is in earth, but that's not the case with Torah. We'll see in a minute. He says, "I'll prove it to you." We say every day in davening, "Kulan b'chachmasisa." Everything in the world was created with chachma. The chachma of Hakadosh Baruch is in everything, even in dirt. V'hainu, but it is chitzonius, the chitzonius, decay them, demalchus, that see the shebal siah shemisutez, the gamet bruroch nefesh, see. This is what he mentioned before that it's completely concealed in these various external manifestations of godliness the same is true even in the higher world of Bria there too it's completely concealed in these lower levels they're creations they are by definition due to the fact that they are creations they contain concealment that's what a creation is, it is the godliness is concealed this is not the case when we're learning the laws of the Torah when a Jew is learning the godliness therein is completely revealed to whom? he says you gotta accept the fact are you going to ask? What do you mean? I'm learning the halachas of when my ox gores your cow, and you're saying to me that the godliness that's contained in those halachas is revealed. <clears throat> I see an ox and a cow, usually a dead cow, and an ox is very happy with what it just accomplished. Where is the where is the godliness revealed in this? So he says he's using a word derech ma'avir levad. It's only going through a bridge. So there's something which is called miluvish in something else. It's it has a garment upon it, and then there's something else that's considered a And of course, being chabad, they have fabulous mashalim for this. Are you basically saying that the action that happened is not real action. <laughs> the action as well comes from the action Well, here's what he's saying the marshal is great you sit down you have a brilliant idea so you take a quill and some ink and your hand and you write the idea down on a piece of paper how much of the ideas were absorbed by your hand the ink or the quill none none, none. what was the purpose what was the function of the the hand, the ink and the quill? It was a bridge between your idea and getting it down on a piece of paper. But there was no there was nothing Malovish. No there was no um there was nothing that took away from the original idea. But I'll give you another way that something can be related. And that's using a muscle. I'll give you another muscle, and that's using a muscle. The muscle itself is the muscle. Any time a person uses a muscle to explain an idea, by definition, they're breaking down the idea to a lower level, because if not for that, you would not have needed a muscle. I don't need a muscle to tell somebody how to pour something into a cup unless it's the first time that they've experienced a cup, right? And then you may need a muscle to explain it. And so, too, is it with any idea that requires a muscle? There, it's malovish in the muscle. If you want to take the concept of, of um, <coughs> one over four, what do you call that? A fraction. A fraction. So, you take <laughs> a pie, yeah? And you cut the pie into four pieces. And now you want to explain to the person a quarter a third, right? You could even take it so far to go to decimal points. But the raya that you needed a muscle, what did you bring in the pie for? Why do not you go straight for the, for the, the, the uh, you know, go straight to the algebra, go straight to the trigonometry, whatever it is. Elamah, you needed a muscle to break it down. But for somebody who can relate to an idea on their level, but they want to record it, the hand or the pen is a derh maver bavad. That's a bridge. So the greatest a bridge. Is not understanding it straight. So the Torah is a mavir. Ah you're gonna say, what do you mean it's a maver? There's an axe and, and a and a cow here. So he explains. <clears throat> he gives a motion. Okay, come here. Take the concept of Yamtiv. Pure Chesed of atzilos, that comes into Chesed of Bria, Mechaya Gashmi. It gives into our physical world. On Yontiv, Aidei Chesed is in Oyel a, a different category of time. It's a different quality of time. It's a. It's a Maver. He says an incredible. Thing here if it was malovish then it was it wouldn't be able to affect the Gashmias of this world even though anybody walking out in the street you're gonna say to a Jew walking on the street does anything look different to you Anyantiv? we're not gonna see it we got to understand that the halacha is not gashmiyas. Meaning, it's the application of Hashem's will that we apply to the physical thing, unlike the estrig that becomes kedusha itself, when you fulfill a mitzvah with it. But when you're talking about a financial case, and now you need to use your mind, or you know the Messiah of Torah, to understand what the halacha is. The halacha is das is the Chacham of Baruch The cow and the ox, you don't have to put in shamus when you're finished. Neither the cow nor the ox, because they never, they never absorbed the kedusha of the halacha. But the halacha that applies to them is pure Godliness. That's what he says. The halacha is not physical, even though it's about physicality. That's the ratzen that comes from the highest wisdom, to be lenient or to be severe. It comes out in a revealed way in the physical world because that's where that, that that's the playground the playground is where the ox scores the cow if you take water and you go up to the top of Niagara Falls and you pour the water off of the thing when that water hits the bottom it's the same water ah you're going to say what do you mean it just fell 3,000 feet it's lower now but it's the same water that's the, the when it when it it emanates from of Baruch It is in one form, and by the time it reaches down lower, it perhaps doesn't appear in the same form. But that the chachmas and the is never taken away. The Godly chachma is the same one. That's why it's constantly compared to water. Just like water goes from the higher places and gathers in the lower places, Torah Chazal say goes from the higher places and gathers in the lower places, but it stays the same. Rak halocha ba'atzma The halach itself, with its revealed reasoning that has to be understood by us, he malchus neshama. That and then, now he starts using. Notice, before he didn't use the word neshama. Now he's saying that it is because neshama is elikus. The neshama of these worlds is elikus. Hamachayum that neshama is that which creates and sustains it brings into existence the other levels of the other worlds. The the battery pack that allows all of the intellectual love and fear and emotion and all the the great neshamahs and the malachim and so on. The neshama of Atsilus is allows that which allows them to come into being. But look at he says here. When we learn the halachas, we quench the thirst of the angels. Similar to the water. The, the halacha that we learn is that's what quenches, I'm not sure how Malachim become thirsty. They run marathons. Now, now the halacha comes into our realm. And, And it comes into the world of Asiyah. Because I want you to understand that that piece of information, that detail, that halacha, is far higher then the concept of Chachma bin Adas of Asiya, even from the Nishama, which is godliness, time. How could that be? See, here he's going to say that it's an issue of function. What's the purpose of a Nishama? The purpose of a Nishama is to uh, provide life into another being. That's the purpose of a Nishama, right? It takes a body that's dead. And it's infused with the nishama the neshama gives its, its life source so by definition the neshama is to provide life to something else <laughs> it is the root the source of we told the same of the other forms of nefesh and Ruach and anything that extends from them. These and and the Yashim told the same, and they're coming into existence with all of their offshoots, say till the very last detail of our world, our world and everything in it. But the wisdom that's contained in the Allahis as they're in the Mishnah, in the Gemara, and the and Shulchanach and so on, with their all of their reasons, that is, even when they come through. The Malchus, which is the lowest levels of Briyan Yitzina, but it has the ability to create the greatest tikkun of shabantli and cultural, that's where the source of all the all the mitzvahs are. Mitz Haseh, bechasodem, Chasadim, Mitzus Laisas of the mitzvahs of positive mitzvahs come from chesed. negative mitzvas stem from Gvura. But umishamachi because of how high their source is, <speaking in Hebrew> even when these mitzvahs come and they're put into physical form, <speaking> in <Hebrew> they never lose their neshama status. It's a fascinating point that he's making here. It's as if There's a, a strand of a single. Um, um, let's use sound. There's a frequency that remains consistent. That's able to penetrate each one of these elements at its original frequency, and it, there's there's nothing that's diminished about it. So even though from there, there's all kinds of other. Sounds and different things going on, but this level of neshama has its own has its own frequency. The avdech de bria yitzira demkinis neshama. Even the chachma bina of bria and yitzira of neshama shigava ma'ad malos n'al bkinis malchus de bria yitzira yitzira neshama. The fact that their entire purpose is the creation and the sustenance of the lower levels diminishes the level of Nishama compared to the halachas of, of their source. So he, we now have... You're saying that the neshama is the greatest, the holiest, the deepest. It's pure godliness, and yet you're you're arguing that the halachas are somehow higher than that. Well, decide which one which one is it. Is it that the nesh- the level of neshama is the greatest and the closest and the deepest, or is it that the chokma binadas of the halachas, which is pure godliness, is the deepest? He says like <laughs> Hashem. This is really not difficult at all. Because the truth is that the malachim and the souls, they they use a muscle for this again. You got to be very careful. A child is born of a parent with the parent's DNA comes from the deepest place within the mayach of a parent, nonetheless, it's an independent being. It can come from the closest, deepest place within the parent, and nonetheless, it remains a separate being when it comes down to it. That's what he's saying here. He's saying that the malachim and the neshamas are an offshoot. The chachmah of HaKadosh Baruch Hu never separates. It's never separated from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. <laughs> <coughs> the fact is, they become a bria. They become a Nishama. <laughs> The atmos of the Nishama. the of the and the neshama becomes. Spreads out the six directions; they become the six sidorim of the Mishnah. kavana He says, "Are oh, you going to argue that in the Arizal says in Beitz that if a person learns with kavana, it becomes a levush for his neshama? ruach." The 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 each one of them creates its own thing. What are you talking about? Here you're saying it's it's pure godliness, and here you're saying it it creates some kind of avushim. So he says, "I'll give you two answers. First of all, he makes a fabulous distinction. No fool would be stupid enough." To argue that due to the fact that he's learning a Mishnah, that he's learning the Mishnah on the same level that your Yehuda, who wrote the Mishnah, is learning it, right? We're learning it at our level, but the way the Taner of Yehuda learned the Mishnah was manifold. Manifold times greater than the way we can comprehend anything, right? So when we're talking about the fact that Our Torah creates a Ruach, that's because that's the way we're learning it, but the the essence of what we're learning is much greater than what we're learning, right? And that's true on every level of Torah. But what we're learning, that which was given in our Sinai, of course that's the Neshama. Each level of Torah. That's one answer. So you're going to ask, why does my Torah only create a Ruach? Why does it not create a Neshama? The, the, the Torah itself is on the level of Neshama. My learning it is on the level of Ruach. Even if you want to argue that the Torah that was given was on the level of Ruach, everybody knows, you know you're in big trouble when he says that. called Malach. Any angel, that is active is an active duty. On a mission right now from above, as I Oftentimes we see that the angel is called Mamish God. But if he's just hanging around waiting for a job. Then, yesh le shemacher, he has a different name. Sometimes he's called Mikhail, sometimes he's called Gavriel. He has different names. He's not referred to by the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself. Kviyavidase. V'uz, and then that angel, Kodesh, 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 Hashem. Then he's very, very distant from Akadish Hu, because he's not on a mission. Kilayma, Sheshemashemovdom Ameni. The reason that the angel says Kodesh, 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 Kodesh means removed when he's not involved actively in a mission he's got his own agenda he's separated so the same can apply when we're learning Torah when we're learning Torah on these levels and we're recognizing the godliness that's in them then they are on a mission from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. then they're suffused with that with that godliness. <laughs> the outmost ones are the Talmud. The middle ones are the When it's connected to the Rabbanish Lamb, then there is that direct conduit is benimzer sh'el in seif hushe mashem the infinite light of our god is brought sh'el gemruach the brilliance as you become as long as we're connecting now with our god is brokhah that hashem is dwelling in that tura at that moment ugeh adam laymit therefore when we're learning that tura we must know that what we are doing when we're learning Torah is we're drawing the infinite light of HaKadosh Baruch into this physical world. When we are actively learning Torah we are creating a world that is completely nullified to the Word of Hashem. To the light of to the infinite energy of Hashem. And that is the entire purpose of our existence. Bizais haya awada rashbi this was the why wa khalatnaim wa miraim bi nigra this is why all the tanaim and miraim spent the vast majority of their times learning the revealed areas of dhira limbs of alius baragh to draw hashem's air into this world of the variability of nigra called meshers managolos to be able to Provide this selection and elevation, the entire period of gallas that we're in, Because in the world of Nigla, there is a confusion of good and evil. this is the entire goal of the um, the, the, the whole chain effect of creating a physical world that the one which exists above should be able to come here below, and he wanted to have a dwelling place here on earth, in order that we will elevate the world, to turn the world into one unified existence. That's not... The service or the work of the angels., <speaking in Hebrew> because they're as great as they are, and they have these incredible um, intellectual understanding and appreciation.. Their avoid is not to draw the presence of the world of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, into the world. Quite the contrary. It is histalkus. They're constantly yearning to expire. Now we understand one other nikud This is why that we can create malachim out of nothingness. We can create malachim Afi the Chazal in nikuda sarkin earlier he said that when a Jew learns Torah without kavana he creates malachim shubchin esruach levad she'ena the kuskelal. Because the fact is that if you learn Torah with Kavana, you create Malachim and Ailim Abriah. If you learn Torah without Kavana, you're able to create them in the Ailim Yitzhak. Because the fact remains that our Aveda as humans is unique and surpasses that of the Malachim, Elish, Lefish, Aval, Pikain, Shem, Hashem, and Because ultimately, whatever form of Torah we are learning has the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu connected to it and therefore ultimately is greater than the service of the angels to the degree where even the Torah Shalai B'Kavana is greater than the existence of the angels to the point where it can create them so what a Jew is able to attain so notice how many times he went back and forth here between the advantage of Chachmasatura versus Kiyoma Mitzvis mm-hmm. Mitzus Gashmias to the Chachmas Atar, back to it. And in so many different levels and facets, looking at it from, from different vantage points, each of them has this incredible um incredible power that, that the other doesn't necessarily have at the same time. Alright, we'll take it up from here with a new a new idea about the why what's the value of having these strange mitzvahs that never happen mm-hmm. that'll be the topic of the next section so.